Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, May 16th, 2020, Dars Highlights. The Dars began with a question from a new faqira from Tunisia. And the question she asked had to do with why the nur sometimes disappears and sometimes it appears when she's saying the weird. The Sheikh responds, The nur is in your heart. If you turn to it, you see it. If you turn away from it, you don't see it. In a similar manner, if you turn away from the sun, you no longer see the sun. When you take bay'atun nur, the nur is there, with certainty, without any doubt. If you do the wird and don't see the nur, there's a flaw within you. The nur is given in order to purify you. Allah is the light of the heavens and the earth. So how would he not be the nur or the light of the heart itself? The light purifies your directions, your dimensions, the places where you turn to. If you turn away from the nur, you are ascribing partners unto your Lord. Hence the standard is nurullah. The currency is nurullah. In the here below and in the hereafter. When you do not see nurullah, look within yourself. What did you do? What vices did you commit? How did you displease your Lord on this day? Be vigilant over your limbs, be watchful over your eyes, over your hands, and you will see Nurullah night and day. And once you see it constantly, you work on approaching it, on drawing near unto it, until you pass away in it, until it becomes your bones, your hair, and your skin. Just as the Prophet ﷺ used to say in his supplication, Allahumma ja'al fi qalbi nura, wa ja'al an yamini nura, wa ja'al an shimali nura, wa min fawqi nura, wa min tahti nura, wa min amami nura, wa min khalfi nura, wa fi sha'ri nura, wa fi azmi nura. And increase and the light and make it tremendous and important in my heart. There was also a, a dream that this faqira had of people, men and women, who are acting as pillars carrying a roof of a house. Some of these people she knew, others she doesn't know. This new faqira asks for an explanation of this dream. The sheikh says, There are physical homes in the mulk, and there are spiritual homes in the Malakut. Some homes are given permission to be lifted. Because his name is invoked therein. They are lifted by men, Rijal, who, Rijal in the spiritual sense, who do not turn to trade and to commerce. From remembrance of Allah. They sell their souls in return for proximity to Allah. If your furthest aspiration is to draw near to your Lord, then you will become a pillar of one of Allah's houses. You say in your dream that you know some of the murids and others you don't know. Watch yourself. Observe adab and proper courtesy with regard to your brethren on the path. Because even after entering the khalwa under the shaykh, there are murids more advanced than you. Murids carrying asrar. Some of them are hidden from you. Some of them you know. And the tariqah is held up and sustained by the pillars that you don't see. This path is built upon men and women, many of whom you don't know. Others are working discreetly. Some of them you might know openly. But even the discreet ones work with sincerity and are the awtad, the tent pegs of this path. Your goal is to recognize the shaykh in order to recognize your lord. Not just to recognize the different murids. You enter with these carriers of this home in this dream. 
That is to say, you are serving the path of Allah, you are serving Nurullah, and each one of us serves Nurullah in their own way, with your wealth, with your time, with your knowledge, with your food, with your da'wah, through Photoshop, however you can, to become a servant of Nurullah. Your wird itself is khidma of Nurullah, the one with insight and the one who knows how to travel on the path, serves Nurullah with his soul, with his pen, with his wealth, with his time, with his reputation, with all that he has. Sayyiduna Ali, karramallahu wajha, served Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in every respect. He's sabbaq, he's a forerunner. The Prophet ﷺ was a walking Qur'an. Every single one of his limbs were in the service of his Lord. You can't be a pillar of Allah's house while you're sleeping. Allah asks you, what did you do for my sake? رِجَالٌ لَا تُلْهِيهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا بَيْعٌ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ Murids come when they have a holiday. They visit the Shaykh when they have time off work. How many of them actually sacrifice to come? They'll say, I'm busy, I have to solve all my problems before I come visit, before I commit to the path, as if all your problems can ever be solved. Yet when they still come to the Zawiyah, their heart is still filled with attachments. They want to discover the town nearby, they want to check their phones. We are looking for the one whose furthest goal and singular concern is to trade with his Lord, to transact with his Lord. We're looking for a wetad, a tent peg, a mountain that keeps the earth in place, a wetad of the path who spends his time to convey the sign of Allah, يُبَلِّغُ رِسَالَةَ Allah, because it's an honor to be a servant of Allah's path. The greatest honor, however, is for Allah to pass nur through your hands to others. That's the highest deed. وَلَا ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ God's remembrance is the greatest. It's greater than donating pure gold because you serve the name of Allah in contrast to the one who donates wealth in return for palaces or to seek to bring joy to others. Then you say in your dream that you find that the house was completed. Yes, the house is completed with your services. And when that occurs, when the house is finished, you have to bear patiently with sabr, with quwa, with taqa, with energy, with force, standing firm for the sake of your Lord. Because you're standing upon the razor-sharp sirat, you have to have uprightness and firmness. Forget the flaws in others and focus on yours. Be that murid that you read about in the books. When you see flaws in others, you're the one who's flawed, you're dead, you're dark, you're hard-hearted and lowly with a narrow heart that's not wide enough to be a house of Allah. See the shortcomings within yourself. Become a straight line. Learn to venerate Allah's light, the ultimate end. It's the furthest goal. It's the final aspiration. وَعَظِّمْ لِي نُورًا as per the prophetic supplication, and make my nur tremendous, or give ta'adim for the nur, make me magnify that nur. It's a heavy home, you say in your dream. Yes, the path demands stamina, time, endurance, sacrifice. It's a heavy load to bear for the nafs. It's an ishara, a sign that you're given at the beginning of your path. Don't say, I am unworthy. Don't say, my nafs is tired and exhausted. You are standing in a house of the Lord. Your Lord is showing you a clear sign of what you need at the beginning of your path. The roof is only built through effort. And the home that we're talking about is the roof or the home of the seven levels of the soul. The 70-something branches of faith. Shu'abul iman, darajatul nafs. You should know that it's heavy before even coming here. Because you're coming to 
the one who teaches the station of Ihsan, who teaches knowledge of Ma'iya, how to be with your Lord, who teaches Fana Fillah. In your dream you say, Alhamdulillah, I have a home to return to. That is to say, you sought a Qibla, you sought to turn to your Lord, and you became the Qibla. You have no shelter, and now you have a place of repose. Bakka is your Qibla in prayer and in Hajj. But your unconditioned and unqualified non-spatial qibla is your heart and it's the pillar that you and the murids can build or destroy. You can either build this or destroy it yourselves. So bear patiently among yourselves and learn the craft and the art of how to engage with others. If you lose that art, if you lose that craft, you will lose the home. The solution does not lie in withdrawing from the congregation, withdrawing from the jama'ah. You will never succeed on the path that way. You yourself are a congregation. You yourself are a jama'ah. You have 10 fingers, 28 teeth, thick hair, two eyes. And on qiyamah, your jama'ah, your congregation, your eyes, your limbs will bear witness for or against you. If you withdraw from the jama'ah in the here below, you're just in forgetfulness, in ghafla, in distance from your Lord. The shaykh put you in the jama'ah. You stand where God put you and you see your shaykh as the ruh, the spirit of that jama'ah that sustains it because he showed you the first karama of the path. He showed you the first saintly gift of the path, which is Nurullah. So you follow the bayina, the clear sign, whether or not you understand it. When the moon is split by the Prophet ﷺ and you don't follow, you're just in a state of juhud, of obstinate. After the Prophet ﷺ, Allah sends awliya and they carry wilaya, which itself is a karama. It's a charismatic or saintly gift. And the karama of the wali is nurullah, by which Allah brings the believers out from the darkness to the light. And if the shaykh shows you the light, you follow him and don't ask further. Allah is the wali of the believers. He brings them out from the darkness to the light. Dajjal will have many great miracles. Apparent miracles reviving the dead. He'll make plants grow instantly. But he doesn't have Nurullah. What protects you from the Dajjal? It's the Nur of Allah deposited in Surah Al-Kahf. Fill your hearts and your hands, then your tongue and your eyes and your limbs with Nurullah. Become a luminous handful. Qabda Nuraniya. That's your supreme goal. Your goal is Inna Fatahna Laka Fathan Mubina. Liyafira Laka Allahu Mata Kadama min Zambika. Wamata Akhara. Wayutimani Amatahu Aleka. Wayahdiaka. Sayratan Mustakima. Verily, we have given you a great opening so that God may forgive you your previous and your future sins and complete His blessing upon you and to guide you upon the straight path. When are you on the straight path? The Shaykh says, when, when do you know that you're on the straight path? After having a fatah. Maghfira means not to turn to anything other than Allah Ta'ala. To remain in the Divine Presence. Not to turn to your right or to your left or above or below. But to obliterate directions from which sins and rewards may reach you. Your goal is to see the face of your Lord, to be a servant of your Lord, to voluntarily die before your obligatory death, to take yourself into account before you are taken into account, like the Pharaoh's wife who prayed, My Lord, build me a house in Jannah. Then the Sheikh commented on the hadith that many men have been perfected, and four women have reached an nafsul kamila, the perfected soul. 
These are the four archetypes that you must, be, and you must be one of them. Maryam, Asiya, Khadija, or Fatima. Radiallahu anhum ajma'in. And he comments on the four archetypes of the women. Maryam was unmarried, committed to her Lord, seeking a pillar in the mosque, ta'wi ila ruknin, spending her time in obedience, in worship. When she was given ruhun amri, a spirit from the divine command of Sayyidina Isa, she sought refuge in God out of fear that he would distract her or bring her further from her Lord. She's a true amatullah, a true servant of her Lord, fleeing from prophecy to Allah himself out of fear for her relationship with her Lord. Some may complain about their husbands. They should look at Asiya. They want to be treated equally. When married to a man who, for instance, doesn't care about matters of the spirit, wives that are married to, who have husbands who are not on the path, holding a grudge against those husbands. If you're in that case, place Asiya in front of your eyes. She's the husband of Fir'aun. And pray for his guidance. Don't pray against him. Pray for a house in Jannah and not a new husband. She raises Musa alayhi salatu salam. Look at Khadija. She is insanun kamil, beautiful, wealthy, offered to marry many men and chose the Prophet ﷺ not for his wealth or his age. She saw the Qibla in him. She gave all of her wealth and spent it away to convey the word of the truth. Kalimatul Haq. Yet you fight with your husband over your wealth, over who paid for a slice of pizza. If you marry someone committed to finding ma'rifah, then wanting to marry a faqir, if you marry to someone like that, know that you should place Fatima before your eyes. If you're married to a faqir, know that the faqir has sold himself and is bought by his sheikh. Fatima married Sayyidina Ali with no dowry, with consent and approval of her father, Sayyidina Rasulullah By analogy, the sheikh here, if you want perfection, you want to marry a faqir, then you have to marry in the terms of Fatima. So be a shadow of one of these four women. This way you will find rest and sakina and himma, saintly aspiration on your path. As for the men, their archetypes are the ten promised paradise. The hadith says many men are perfected. Those ten men boil down to four. Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman and Ali. Umar imposes the truth on himself first. He renounces the world. He wears the patched cloak. His wife was severe, yet he was an ummah in and of himself. You want closeness to your Lord? Place Abu Bakr before your eyes. He loved the Prophet Sallallahu company and spent his wealth for the sake of Rasulullah. You want to be someone like Uthman? Become Uthman's hand because the Prophet Sallallahu took his own hand when he gave bay'ah to Sayyidina Uthman. So you have to become the limb of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. Women will tell you, how can I be a Maryam when I have a tyrant at home? Well, then be an Asiya. Men will say, how can I be a Ali in my home when there is the wife of Lut? Then be someone like Umar. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallayta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad كما باركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد